Welcome back to Fantasy Baseball Disrupted with a comma and an uppercase D. I wanted to talk a little bit about catchers and relief pitchers and why you could do without drafting them initially. Of course, you will want some on your team eventually, uh, but initially um, you might not want to draft a catcher and instead get a bench bat if, you know, of course, if you can get Mitch Garver or Sal Perez or, you know, a, a solid catcher, that's a different story. But this is all under the presumption that you find the price of those uh, players uh, too high. Although Mitch Garver is not going very high. Uh, he is the guy I would target in every single draft as value. But if you don't get him, excuse me, depending on where he goes, it's a value. But if you don't get them, um, maybe don't draft the catcher. Don't worry. Uh, the guy you draft will either be available or someone, you know, as good will be available on the waiver wire. Nobody's, you know, hoarding up three catchers um, or even two catchers um, in your league. So, and there are probably about 20 guys who, you know, can get hit 250, get 15 homers and 50 RBI and, and 50 runs. So there are only a few teams who are genuinely getting a big advantage over you. Everyone else, you know, the bottom half is basically in the same boat as you are. Um, now, relief pitchers. Um, I'm going to talk about them real quick and then tell you what to do with these roster spots. Pretty obvious if you think the way I think, but um, anyway... Um, <clears throat> so, you know, don't get three uh, relievers because, uh, of course, uh, this is all under the presumption that you use, or the premise or whatever, that you're using my strategy of drafting six starting pitchers in the first eight rounds. Um, uh, and uh, so you'll have elite pitching. You'll have elite uh, averages. Um, and so... For the purposes of head-to-head -head league or even rotisserie, um, you know, the weight of the innings pitched and the strikeouts and the averages, etc., uh, that are coming from your relief pitchers are not a strong consideration, even on a weekly basis. Um, you'll have six starting pitchers going, you know, let's say an average of five, five and a half innings, something like that. Probably more because you'll have elite starting pitching. Um, versus, I don't know, nine innings tops from your three relief pitchers. So it's not going to move the needle on ERA, whip, um, and your strikeout totals all that much. It's going to be a small percentage. So what are they really there for? Um, uh, saves, obviously. And that is 10% of the game in a 5x5 five five category league. Uh, so it's not to be ignored. Um, but you're going to have to pay pretty top dollar, uh, you know, round four, five to get Liam Hendricks or, or class a, or, um, Diaz, in my opinion, I think he's a underrated or a hater and it's just not worth it for one category. I know hater might give you, you know, Kyle Hendricks strikeout totals, but, um, you already have six elite starting pitchers, um, in this scenario, you don't need uh, a ton of 
anything except saves coming from your relievers. Um, so don't pay for it. And by the way, um, don't draft it. So you got three relievers and you're not giving up on it. Maybe the first week you do or whatever. Um, first couple of weeks. But you, um, you, uh, what's it called? Uh, don't draft them at all. You'll get them later. You can get them off the waiver wire. Um, you might have to spend a little bit more on fab, and that's fine. But we're talking about one category that you're foregoing. Now you have four roster spots, okay? Now you can, <clears throat> if you want to, um, uh, hold Nick Lodolo, or however you pronounce it, or Hunter Green. I think Hunter Green just made it. Um, or um, the point is, use it on uh, extremely high ups at Max Meyer. I don't know, he's probably a, too far off, but Rutschman might be a little too far off. But, you know, some of these guys that um, are huge lottery tickets, uh, big time upside that maybe aren't getting drafted. Um, Rutschman has not been drafted in a lot of redraft leagues that I've been a part of because he is a... Uh, a minor leaguer <laughs> right now and uh and although he's uh, probably going to be pretty good at least um starting off uh, people have other needs so you're creating these these four roster spots to get really high upside um guys <clears throat> excuse me um i also suggest that you draft some uh injured players uh initially so that you can pop them on, uh, you know, like a McCullers or whatever, or Flaherty if you get him cheap. But anyway, you're, you're trying to get uh, a huge lottery ticket. Um, and um, when, when you do, it'll be an enormous payoff. One of those four guys, you know, Gabriel Moreno or something or whatever, your, your uh, prospect lottery pick du jour is or the month um and um it'll be an enormous payoff and then uh for when you've determined that uh, that lottery pick has not paid off three weeks month whatever um you can uh you can just go right back on the waiver wire get a catcher uh if you even feel like you need a catcher or i would just get josh rojas and fill him in whenever someone has uh a uh day off Honestly, you're going to get uh, better um, production and probably better, uh, probably just about the, the same amount of uh, at-bats per week. And, um, and uh, your relief pitchers, you just get them right off the waiver wire. Pick up Denelson Lamette, Emilio Pagan. These are got Ranger Suarez, not Ranger Suarez, uh, Robert Suarez. These are guys who uh, may get you saves, may become uh, partial uh, part of a committee or maybe come um, full-time closers who knows if you get lucky um, but you know you do your own scouting on that um, but there will be guys available to get you saves and listen pay attention to who um, your uh, you know if it's a head-to-head -head, uh, weekly uh, game then pay attention to who you're playing um, if you have uh, somebody you have these four roster spots well one guy has uh, a closer uh, your first week matchup sorry has um he's got one closer that's like gregory soto not even named the closer yet or is he named yeah he's named the closer but he's not that good and i don't think the 
Tigers are going to be um, anything close to a 500 team. Uh, and so, so you can hedge it a little bit. So with those four roster spots, all right, we'll get um, get two uh, two guys that may get you a save or something because Gregory Soto could end up with zero or one uh, saves in that first week. Um, you could even pick up Michael Fulmer. And, you know, so get two guys who are partial closers, right? Get uh, whoever you want, man, Brad Hand and, or, you know, I don't know, somebody else. He's not really a partial closer. He's more of a handcuff. But, um, you know, pick your guy uh, and use the other two spots uh, to, to go for high upside guys. But you want to give yourself an opportunity to get a, um, a an absolute breakout um, because those are difference makers. Um, I had Cody Bellinger in his rookie year, and he got 400 something at bats or 450 plate appearances, and he was uh, won that year. And he was uh, he was a huge difference maker. We have like. 40 home runs or 30 something home runs and 450 at bats. Uh, um, you know, he was a minor leaguer. He was a, a top prospect and I held him for a while, I think at least a month and a half, but it, uh, it paid off in those, um, what you're sacrificing is just mediocre, uh, closers anyway, or partial closers. Um, you know, unless you do go for Liam Hendricks and, and uh, Josh Hader in round, you know, you probably have to go back to back at the end of round three and four uh, for someone else to not uh, start the run on closers. But um, that's what I recommend doing. You want to give yourself as many opportunities um, to to hit the lottery. So play the lottery. You gotta you gotta meet fate halfway. <laughs>